Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time! Excellent! Are you Hello, Sacramento. How are y'all doing? Hey, everyone. So, this is Secor, and you are listening to Distorted Nation. And this is Pinky. And how are you doing, Pinky? How you been? I'm all right. It's been a hot week. Yes, it has. And uh, you know what day was also really hot? Last Saturday. Heck yes, it was. Which, it was hot in... When when it's really hot outside, that makes it really difficult to run from zombies. Very difficult. <laughs> it was cool because there was like a bunch of uh, stand standbyers like up in their like apartment balconies watching as all the zombies like took over took Sacramento. over their street, <laughs> like walked through and like decimated everything and ate everybody that was walking on the street next to them. Following a band. Yes, yes, there was a marching band. It was awesome. So, did you have fun? How how was your zombie walk experience? It was great. When, but when I was in that wedding dress and I was zombified out, oh my gosh, I had to change because I was going to pass out. It was so hot. So hot. So, so hot. It was cool because there was, there was a costume contest. There was a bunch of um, really good costumes. Um, there There was, my favorite was Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Like, the guy was, like, on, like, two-inch boots or whatever so he was like walking really tall and he was carrying the giant like knife sword it's like a machete thing huh it was it's a giant sword knife i mean it looks like a kitchen knife blade the way the angle of it's cut but it's like a sword but the handle on it's like a broom handle like it's so i don't know yeah long and thin and it, it was cool though and then there was a predator dude he that was, was also like on stilts or whatever yeah and i was just like i want the predator dude and pyramid head to go at it yeah that would have been really cool a <laughs> stilt fight <laughs> uh other than that uh there were some other cool ones there was a alice in wonderland with like a cards a through her face cards through her face um there were i don't know did, was brains there, there was brains everywhere I had a twin. It was cool hanging out with uh, <laughs> Sinister Creature Con out there, uh, the crematorium. Um, obviously, there were there was Vampire Ball. They were out there, Shannon McCabe. Uh, there was a bunch of people in the community that have you know a bunch of events coming up, and they were out there to support the Zombie Walk and promote their stuff. And it's cool because I mean they had bands out there. They had like this cool, um, I don't I don't know, uh, like I want to say like. Hawaiian or Asian or something like drum team out there. It was it was the uh, um, color guard. No, not not in the parade before, oh, oh, like oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, ma- yeah. on the main stage, yeah. and they were like playing these drums and doing like these cool drum things. There's a video of it on the Distorted Nation page. Go check it out at Distorted Nation uh, at Facebook.com backslash the Distorted Nation, or go to Distorted Nation. Uh, find us on Instagram at D Nation Radio. Yeah, I liked the um, MJ Flash dance of Thriller. That was awesome. 
Oh, the yeah, there was a Michael Jackson out there doing Thriller. Yeah, apparently he goes to a lot of different events. Yes, yes, he does. He was at the Stockton uh, uh, Sinister Creature Con, and he was dressed up like... Um, like Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jack, but a farmer Jack. Yeah. Like Jack Skellington, but... A and then for... He was also at... Uh, he was also at Wizard World Comic Con, and he was also a Jack Skellington there. I forget which one he was there. Oh, he was Beetlejuice Jack Skellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like getting... He always gets people to start dancing around and stuff. Yeah. And doing dance like group dances with them it's really cool flash dance <laughs> so uh other than that i mean uh other than it being really hot i mean it was cool seeing like the carnival games they had like an old school carnival setup where you can like throw the darts at the balloons and then they had like a strongman contest they had a bearded lady out there <laughs> which i don't think it was a real bearded lady i think it was just a dude dressed like a lady there was a lot of dudes dressed up in lady outfits, actually. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, it was cool. It was at Roosevelt Park, uh, you know, like. Pee intense. Then they were playing, what was it, Night of the Living Dead? Night of the Living Dead on the big blow-up screen, yep. That was pretty uh, cool. And then, like, at the end of the night, I, I was I was helping break down, and I was throwing trash away in the dumpster they had over b behind the, uh, the screen. And I look at the back of the screen, and it's like this giant 35-foot blow-up screen right and i look in the back of it and it's like hollowed out in the back like you could throw a freaking just fill it up with water and have a pool that's awesome like it's like <laughs> one of those blow up pools it's like why why don't we have the movie playing flip this damn screen around fill it up with the water have people swimming and while the movie is playing right above them that'd be kind of cool i don't know I, I just think two for one hello if i win the lottery i'll invest hello. in one of those <laughs> oh i i <laughs> totally would i was i was expecting either to I was thinking either to fill it up or to make it have one of those uh, Velcro walls on the back side of it and then have people running and jumping in the back of the screen and then someone accidentally go through. It could be kind of funny. It's like, oh, it's 3D. Watch out. Zombies coming <laughs> at you. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. But, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and it was cool to, like, uh, see all of the see all the different kinds of makeup and everything and and the marching was cool I was right behind the marching band for a while and then I'd be like zombie walking and then all of a sudden they would stop and I'd almost run into the back of them <laughs> it was really cool because they actually they did like a little skit out by Fox and Goose uh, right before you got to Fox and Goose on the left hand side I forget what that bar thing is called but uh, they had like fake protesters like protesting whatever and then like the zombies ate the protesters there was like blood packs and everything it was like a little skit they were doing and i'm just like yes i wish zombies would eat all protesters i'm tired of seeing this crap on the news and i'm tired of it being blocking our streets they were saying zombie lives matter <laughs> yeah zombies lives they, to me those would matter because then you know they can go attack the other protesters yeah i think that's about right put them to good work Yes, very much. But uh, so, other than that, did you did you check out anything? Have you been anywhere? Um, no. Just the other night, I was at the Powerhouse Pub for that local night uh, that always debuts local music, and I saw the Philharmonic, and he was really good. Uh, Graham Vinson, and then uh, it was Diversity of One. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've been pretty. I haven't. I've been to the river a couple times, but other than that, no, I haven't really zombie walking in the river, and that's about it this week. Trying to stay cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like a hundred and 
four hundred and six or something right now. I think it's supposed to be or hotter. Or was tomorrow. earlier? I yeah, something like that. It's supposed to be really hot. All like this weekend's going to be extremely hot too. Yeah. Not so. the business. And speaking business. of this weekend, do you know what's going on this weekend? I hate it when you give me quizzes like this. Labor Day? Okay, yes, it is Labor Day weekend. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything going on for your Labor Day weekend? Uh, is this a trick question? <laughs> uh, are you doing anything? Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything, but I'm probably forgetting something. I don't know. What am I doing this weekend? I, I don't know what you're doing. It's <laughs> a three-day weekend. I mean, I, I figured you might, like, go out and go party or something. Yeah, usually on big drinking holidays, I usually try to stay home. <laughs> oh, because you don't want to get caught in, like, traffic or hit by a drunk driver or yep, something? Yeah, pretty much. I like to avoid that at all costs. And um, when peop I get around a whole bunch of drunk people, they irritate me. Well, yeah. Uh, I hate drunkards. Drunkards are <laughs> annoying. But I like to mess with them. It's fun. Yeah, that's definitely true. I, I like to mess with them a little bit, too, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, so what's going on also this weekend is SAC Anime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear about that. So this is another, like, anime con Comic-Con type deal uh, that's going to have a bunch of artists and stuff out there. Um, and, and one of the main, main guys I'm looking forward to meeting is... Adrian Paul, who I don't know if you know who Adrian Paul is, but he is Highlander. The Highlander. <laughs> there can be only one, and he's not. Sh he's not Connor McCloud. He's Duncan McCloud. Connor McCloud is played by uh, Christopher, Christopher Lambert, Lambert, who is also Raiden. But uh, they got uh, Christian Naren and Keisha Castlehughes from Game of Thrones. They have uh, John Rotzenberger, who um, was had something to do with Ham from Toy Story. They al they're also going to have a Power Rangers Dino Charge reunion. Uh, Sam Regal is going to be there. Liam O'Brien and Kira Buckland, Courtney Taylor, Ali Hillis, Roger Craig Smith, and Trina Nishimuro. Yeah, yeah, those weird names. Anyways, um, so yeah, it's going to be happening this weekend at the Sacramento Convention Center. It actually started earlier today, uh, but it's running all the way through Sunday. And this event includes cosplay costume contests, exhibitor room featuring hundreds of vendors and artists, karaoke contests, video game tournaments, Family-friendly late-night electronic dance. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of panels where the celebrities are going to be doing Q&As, workshops, amateur art contests, and Kid Zone. And there's going to be so much more going on later this weekend at SAC Anime. Make sure to come out there and show some support. Uh, maybe find me out there. I'll give you a Disordination Jelly Bracelet. I like Jelly Bracelets. So... That's what's going on this weekend. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to, you know, and get a bunch of photos. Did you actually see that uh, Stockton Con uh, gave us a shout-out? Did they? Because they liked our, uh, they liked the uh, photos that I took for the event. Oh, our yeah, press yeah, coverage yeah. of it. I did, I did see that. So we're hoping to do some more stuff with Stockton Con the next time around there. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that's been going on, you know, that's coming up here in town. 
right, Knox Pro is going to be coming to Sun Valley, California, uh, September 23rd. At, it's going to be at uh, 11108 Tuxford Street. And tickets are ten dollars in uh, general admission. Uh, ringside's fifteen, and VIP is twenty. So make sure to get tickets and support Nux Pro Entertainment. Also, what's going on later this month? Um, we have the Sack Horror Film Festival. This is the eleventh annual horror film festival happening September 29th and thirtieth at the historical Colonial Theater. And I guess it's like a bunch of different uh, local filmmakers make horror f- short films, and then they like debut all these different horror films. Nice, very nice. So make sure to check that out. And then also there is one more thing that's going to happen. Well, since today is technically the second, and uh, I guess nineteen days, right? Yeah. Sadly, I uh, it's my. Uh, that day, that day that Bill I do not want to have. Yes, it's happy birthday to Bill Murray, not not me because I don't have a birthday. Oh, not this year. I'm staying 31. We need to call Bill Murray again. Uh, we will reach out and try Bill Murray once again. Yes. So, any hoosies, call Bill Murray for the ice cream social. <laughs> for a sock hop. Yeah, Bill Murray, if you're listening to Distorted Nation, your birthday is coming up with C-Cores. Yes, I mean, out of everyone to have a birthday with, he is the celebrity that's awesome, like most awesome to have and share a B-Day with. Yeah, mine, I think my celebrity birthday twin is Tim McGraw or something like that. (laughs) It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's just not like an epic all-star. Not like Bill Murray. No. (laughs) <laughs> no, nowhere near Bill Murray. So yeah. So uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. Just getting stuff together for the show. Which one thing I do want to talk about tonight, uh, before we get into like all our normal benchmarks and everything, is I, I had a, I had a discussion with this with with Travis, you know, the stallion, old co-host on the show. Uh, in Australia, is that the one in Australia, right? Yeah, he's in Australia. Okay. I talk to him quite often. Honestly, awesome. Facebook is awesome because you can like Facebook call somebody worldwide and it doesn't cost you crap. Shout out to Travis. I've never met you, but hey dude, what's up? So we had we had this <laughs> discussion about LA and how much they suck. Yes. Okay. So LA City Council votes to replace Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day what's as in- city holiday. What's indigenous people? Homeless people? Is that what that means? No. Indians. Oh. You said indigenous. Indigenous, yes. The the people that lived off the land, like they, they, they no, not homeless people. Oh, okay. I my mean bad. after we came over they became homeless. My bad, my bad. But I mean, it's kinda like an they're they're kinda like Indian givers, aren't they? I mean they gave Christopher Columbus the day, now they're taking it back. Yeah, but wasn't it originally like he discovered India or something? Christopher Columbus discovered America. Allegedly, but it wasn't really America, right? Yeah, but, you know, everyone... He thought it was America. Everyone, you know, the main story, Columbus, he came, 
with the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Yeah, and boats and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, he, he put the flag down, and then, like, you know, they took over America and claimed it America. He really like, he they, they started Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, and, then, and then they, like, you know, took over America. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember in, uh, like, n- like, third grade, second grade, when we used to make little cookies of the Nina, the Pina, the Santa Maria, and we got to decorate them? I don't remember making cookies. Oh, I remember we had to, like, do the cutout paper ships. Like, we had to tr- draw out a boat, like a giant brown paper yeah. boat, and then cut those out, and then we had to do the turkey hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey hands were great. And then the pilgrim <laughs> hats. Yep. We got to ma- decorate cookies. We didn't get to cook them. We had to decorate them with the different color frosting. It was pretty cool. I really want some cookies now with frosting. <laughs> but I don't know. It's like... You know, all this political correctness crap, you know, oh, it's racist or, oh, it's, you know, they they were freaking killing all the all the Indians and, and it was homicide or genocide and all this crap. It's like, it's history. It's what happened, you know? It's just, it, you, you're going to change, okay, everything. I, I, I This this is one thing I do have to uh, agree with, like, that I like the most that I saw Pepper posted, actually. You know, for all these people that, that that are going off about racism and everything, yeah, I you if you really want to dispose of racism, we really want you to dig deep, open up all your wallets, take out your money, and then send it to Distorted Nation because you Heck realize yes. that every single president on currency or every head that was on currency had slaves. That's true. Very true. So so if you really want to do that and abolish it. Then send us in your those dirty dollar bills and and twenties and tens and and fifties and hundreds, and we will gladly dispose of them properly for you. Yeah, we can start a GoFundMe page. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like when you start changing holidays. Yeah, I mean, next I you're going to change Christmas because it's not, you know, just a Christian or or Catholic or or Jewish. You know, it's like. You're going to change holidays now. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't understand how you can change a holiday in the first place. How can you change Columbus Day? I mean, that would be like... Well, it's only in the city of L.A. Oh, okay. So, it's L.A. that's for... So, when it comes to Columbus Day... So, I wonder if they're going to make special calendars just for L.A. So, when they print them, instead of saying Columbus Day, it says Indigenous People Day. It'll just say... It'll have a a slash and or... It'll just be... (laughs) Be lucky you don't have to go to freaking work day. Okay? Or school, yeah. Or school. Yeah. Although some, some schools don't even do Columbus Day anymore, I don't think. I think they have to go because they'll get the day off early from school, like, when at the end of the year. Like, they'll get out a day ahead or something. Or they have, like, another teacher collaboration day or something that they yeah. get out for it. Like, I know, s- I think last year uh, a friend of mine's son actually had to go to school on Columbus Day, and I was like, Shouldn't he have it off? Yeah, I know that, um, like, even for President's Days, some, some schools get a whole week off for it now. What? Yeah. Is it because, because President's Day lands between Washington's birthday or something? Like, both of those, or Lincoln's or something, like, lands in between, so they just give them the whole week or something? Like, they, it would be, like, usually it would be, like, the, the, that Monday, so they'd have a three-day weekend, and then the following Monday they'd have a three-day weekend. But some places... A lot of them, which um, my daughter used to have back in the day, um, she would get the whole entire week off. And I'm like, whoa, how can they Kids afford to, to do that? Kids need to spend more days in school. Yeah. More days in school, not more out. All right, got to jump into some music. You're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. 
that thunder, thunder, that the thunder, 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 thunder and lightning, thunder, thunder. Yeah. So about that thunder, huh? Thunder buddies. <laughs> thunder. Thunder, thunder. So yeah, there there was that brand new hit song by Imagine Dragons called Thunder. Thunder, thunder. Congrats, thunder. There's <laughs> thunder, and more thunder. And lightning, and thunder, and lightning, and thunder. And the thunder from down under. Thunder. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're going to do some... Uh, I got one story here I want to read before we jump into our normal news. And uh, the we say goodbye and some of the other stuff that we always have to do here. Because uh, this kind of leads into the we say goodbye, actually. <laughs> in a messed up manner and wow. i kind of would be mess i kind of would be pissed if i was one of these firefighters pigs rescued from fire later served as sausage to firefighters who rescued them that's messed up right there a british farmer thanked firefighters who rescued a litter of piglets Aww. and two sows from the from a barn fire in february by giving them sausage made out of the animals, according to local reports, farmer Rachel Rivers is a cruel, cruel bitch. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh, thanked the Pusey Fire Station with sausages from the pigs they rescued six months earlier. When the barn, when a barn on her farm in England caught fire, according to the BBC reported. Uh, Rivers told BBC she promised the firefighters she would bring them some sausage from the pigs, which were reared for meat. That is so messed up. I don't even care. She says, I gave those animals the best quality of life I could ever give until the time they go to the slaughterhouse. I don't like it. It's like, if I was a firefighter, I'd have been like, I wouldn't have fucking... Hadouken. Hadouken. I wouldn't have saved them if if I was that firefighter. Yeah, because they risk their lives to save these things, and then you kill them anyway. That's messed up. It, it's like, you know, they run into the far barn and rescue these little baby pigs, and it's like the pig thinks he's like, hey, I'm going to die. And it's like, oh, hey, I'm alive, and then lives out six months. Oh, life's so great. Remember that time we almost died, John? Oh, yeah, Phil. I mean, it was horrible. We were going to be cooked. And then next thing you know, we're brought in what's with all these knives phil i'm scared you're messed up i don't even i don't even like this conversation right now <laughs> at all whatsoever it's not okay uh, it's it's whatever happens you know it's, rainbows it's unicorns and butterflies don't rainbows unicorns butterflies i love bacon i love bacon but you know so what I. it's still messed up i think that all i think they should have had a presidential pardon i think that <laughs> they all were rescued they should get to live all meat comes from the grocery store, and I'm completely content thinking that. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to get into the we say goodbye. I don't like your segue right now. Goodbye. No. You were good, kid. Real good. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. You never go wrong. Right up!
remember, kid, you'll always be loved because everybody loves bacon. I don't like you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we have, uh, let's see here. We had the death of Raleigh Massimino. Uh, he passed away at the age of 82 on August 30th. He coached the Villanova to uh, coached Villanova to a stunning upset victory in the 1985 NCAA championship. Uh, let's see, Rol- Raleigh, who led Villanova's storied run to the 1985 NCAA championship, won more than. 800 games in his coaching career passed away on Wednesday the 30th due to a long battle with cancer. At least he wasn't saved then turned into bacon. You are horrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we had Jude uh, Heathcote uh, who passed away August 28th at the age of 90. He also was a former coach, uh, led the Michigan State to the 1979 NCAA championship. A lot of NCAA coaches passing this week. Um, Michigan State. And Magic Johnson. So he had Magic Johnson on his college team uh, when they won the 1979 championship. Then we have to say goodbye to Bernard Pomerantz. Uh, who passed away August 26th. He is the famous playwright who won a Tony Award for the play The Elephant Man. The Elephant Man. The Elephant Man. Uh, Let's see. Which was the Tony Award winning play about a horribly disfigured man who has lured some Hollywood's biggest names such as Bradley Cooper and John Hurt uh, has died. Uh, Let's see. Toby Hooper. Uh, passed away August 26th as well at the age of 74. He was the director of iconic horror film The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I heard about that one. And then also we have to say uh, our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to the victims and all the survivors and everything about Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Uh, apparently 20 people have uh, passed away due to the hurricane so far. Oh, wow. Um, which... You know, there's a lot going on with with the hurricane relief and everything. Uh, some of the some of the celebrities actually kind of been stepping it up. Uh, apparently, celebrities like The Rock and Kevin Hart, J Lo, uh, Sandra Bullock have donated thousands of dollars. Um, Ellen DeGeneres, oh wow, uh, actually donated a million. I love her. She's uh, so great. Donates one million. Let's see. Uh, on an episode, let's see. She donated one million football player JJ Watt on an episode of her talk show, um, airing in September. So she's donating a million dollars to this. Uh, let's see. There was also Miley Cyrus donated five hundred thousand. Nice, very nice. Uh, Sandra Bullock donated one million dollars. One million dollars. So. Yeah, there's a bunch of celebrities coming forth and uh, making donations for the hurricane, the hurricane. efforts or whatever. But have to say this, th- there might need some more money coming soon. And you've heard of Sharknado? Well, you might have Croc Cane coming at you. Did you know that the last four hurricanes were on the same exact day, August 29th? 
No. They were, and just a FYI, that's my soon-to-be ex-husband and mine anniversary. That's crazy. But what's Crocnado? No, Croc Cane. Croc Cane. Yes, Croc Cane. Sounds like cocaine. <laughs> yes. Well, it's it's Croc Cane. Um, no, the what's going on is there's an alligator sanctuary on alert on uh, due to the floodwaters that threatens to unleash hundreds. <gasps> Of gators. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I guess it'd be hurrigator, maybe. Let's let's call it that. Hurrigator. Terrifying. Instead of Sharknado, it'd be hurrigator. That is actually so Roughly terrifying. Roughly 350 reptiles potentially could swim out of their enclosures if the ro- water keeps rising. As of August 29th, the owner of a Texas alligator sanctuary said rumors that his gators have escaped. Because of rising floodwaters <gasps> are true. So be careful oh. when you go take a sit on that toilet. A gator My. might pop up. I think they're too big to fit in the toilet. <laughs> okay, whatever. It says reptiles. There could be snakes in there, too. Ooh. Big old anaconda got out. Oh, that's horrible. That's, that's yes, that is one of my Ugh. fears. Um, so, yes. Uh, let's see. Gator country owner Gary Siraj spoke to or spoke out on Tuesday uh, afternoon to squash such claims saying in Facebook there they uh, in a Facebook video there they are I'm not going to tell you that we may not lose a few alligators like that he said while holding his hands out a couple feet away uh, it's very possible but I can tell you that we're almost through this thing and he that we're going to be holding tight so all those folks who are spreading the rumor, I'm telling you now that we have our eyes on these things and everything is going to be okay. Oh my gosh. See, but there's still a there's still a possibility that 130 or 350 gators. There's 350 gators in the sanctuary. Uh. Uh, the That's workers at Gator Country in Beaumont oh. uh, have been busy patrolling the watery grounds of the 15-acre preserve as the water of the Hurricane Harvey rain inches closer to the top of the fence of the enclosures that the gators are kept in. Oh, no, 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 dun, no, no. Dun, no. dun, dun. I thought uh, alligators in Texas? It's a reserve, yes. Oh, it's dry weird. heat down there. Why couldn't there be? I don't know. That's weird. In the swampy areas. Yeah. gators in Louisiana. Okay, Louisiana and, like, Florida and stuff like that. I didn't think Texas. They have a preserve. I mean, there's alligators here. And I mean, they have alligators and zoos here. But that's in zoos here. This is like a zoo. <laughs> it's a <laughs> freaking... It's a... Uh, uh, Reserve, preservatory, like okay, where they bring okay, them there okay. and heal them, and they, like, they get to stay there. Oh my gosh! So watch out, you could get eaten. That's horrible. Okay, on to a different note. Did you watch the Mayweather and McGregor fight? Uh, no, we were uh in the middle of zombie walk. That's true. That's true. I was just testing. I, I watched some of the highlights. Some bloke poses as Floyd Mayweather's bodyguard, scores ringside seat, and he's a huge Conor McGregor fan. A British bartender became the toast of bargain-hungry fight fans for posing as a Floyd Mayweather bodyguard to grab a third-row seat Saturday at the Big Bout. 
situated near the likes of Mike Tyson and LeBron James. Oliver Regis posted selfies with numerous celebrities and appeared to have a grand old time. Well played, one commenter wrote on his Instagram. You are the man. To which Regis replied, thanks, babe. Just look at his collection of picks from the bout. Jamie Foxx, Demi Lovato, Gerard Butler, Chris Hemsworth, to name a few. Regis is from Stamford, uh, England, had purchased a $2,600 ticket, but was crestfallen to discover that he was in the nosebleed seats at the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. Um, he told the tabloid that he followed Mayweather's security detail as, he, as if he belonged with them, and arena personnel did not scan his ticket, so he took an, an empty seat in the third row. I, I did feel a bit cheeky, but this was the once-in-a-lifetime chance, he said. I could not believe it worked. Some seats near the ring sold on StubHub for 104,444 for four tickets, so Regis scored himself quite the upgrade. <laughs> so basically, he just tried to slide in and act like he was He just security. walked in like he th acted like he was supposed to be there. Yeah. That's what I do when I'm at concerts. I, I, I walk backstage like I'm supposed to be there. Yep. As long as you're confident and walking, and especially if you're hidden in a group of people exactly. like his other security team, then, yeah, you can get away with it. Yeah. So, I mean, for <coughs> excuse me, for $104,000 for four tickets – that's $25,000 almost, or a little bit more than $25,000 a ticket. So that's a huge upgrade. When he paid um, 2600 yeah. for his ticket, you know? Crazy. Wacky! It <coughs> and it turns out he even had a big ol' um, tattoo of uh, McGregor on his leg. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, All right, well, Tadolf Switler is in the news. Who? Tadolf Switler. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got to steal that one from Ralph Garman, the Garminator. Okay. So yeah, so Tadolf Switler, uh, look at me, look what you made me do. Have you heard of that track of hers, her new track, her no. new single? No. All right. Well, Taylor Swift managed pretty much to break all records with her latest single. Look what you made me do. The song, which was released late Thursday night. Uh, and the video released in full on Sunday at the MTV VMAs smashed records for both streaming and listens and views in 24 hours. On Spotify, Look What You Made Me Do streamed 10,129,087 times. Holy cow. Uh, in its first day... On the service, giving her not only the biggest day one streams, but also the biggest streaming day for a single track in Spotify history. Which ex-boyfriend was that one about? It's <laughs> 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 um, that song that, you know, haters gonna hate, 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 hate. I don't think uh, You haven't heard, heard this? You yet. don't listen to pop. I do sometimes, but... Uh, let's see. Over on Vivo... She broke her previous record, 20 million views, with tw uh, within 24 hours um, for Bad Blood. Um, she, with more than 27 million for Look What You Made Me Do, with six hours still remaining in the time period. Wow. Less than 24 hours, it set a record off for YouTube. Most viewed music video in 24-hour period in 2017 with more than 28 million views. Wow. It need to surpass 
$38.9 million to beat the total one-day record. Um, even the single lyric video notched more than 19 million views in its first day, which a YouTube representative was the one-day record for the video of that type. Estimates for her single sales top 500,000 according for Billboard marketing uh, or marking the biggest week since Adele's Hello. Swift also faced some backlash with her release of Look What You Made Me Do, which some called pretty or petty since it alludes to her various feuds with celebrities like Kanye West, which who cares about Kanye? Uh, Katy Perry. Now, you need to back up and watch out. Don't care what you say about that Katy Perry because she gorgeous. And she's my, like, fifth ex-wife that she doesn't know about. I thought Avril Lavigne was your fifth ex-wife. No, that's number three. Avril was three. Oh. Katy Perry is number six. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, so Tadolf Switler, she's, like, killing it with her new track. Um, Speaking of the VMAs, right? Yeah, did you see that they had the record low ratings while booting rock music from their broadcast? Well, if you're dumb enough to get rid of rock music from the VMAs, yeah. I mean, MTV, that's what kind of like started it all, right? Exactly. It says, um, ouch, MTV's Video Music Awards just had their worst ratings of all time despite enlisting Katy Perry to handle the show's hosting duties. NME reports that the show was watched by 5.6 million viewers and is the fourth consecutive year that ratings have dropped for the program. In the past, the Video Music Awards had a diverse array of musical genres, but in recent years, the, their award show, particularly what they show on air, has focused heavily on pop and hip-hop. For the second year in a row, MTV booted the Best Rock Video Award from their broadcast, according to alternate Alternative Press. This was the second year in a row that 21 Pilots won the award, and it was also the second year in a row that they didn't show their victory on the air. The networks have been trying to turn ratings around with the relaunch of Total Request Live, which was announced several weeks ago. The show is slated to return later this year. Because honestly, you th if you think about it, the Video Music Awards should be hosted by YouTube. Like MTV doesn't play music videos anymore. Yeah, that's so, true. So I mean, it's it's it, it should be YouTube. Yeah, you know. and and I think it's just um, I think it's how can you just cut out the rock part of it? I just don't get it at all. And and what's even going to be the point of having music videos if they're not going to show them? You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's what I'm saying. YouTube, that's what yeah. you, you know. YouTube is where you go watch music videos these days. Yeah. I mean, I think MTV might have like a third rate channel now because i know it, fuse was owned owned by mtv because there was mtv mtv2 then the fuse and i think there's one more and i know that mtv obviously became all that like oh i'm 16 i'm pregnant i'm a slut woohoo and then <laughs> like i'm 16 and i'm rich and i'm getting all this crap while people are dying in our streets and starving um you know shows like that and then like mtv2 became about music and then MTV2 became about reruns of all these snot-nosed brats on MTV. And then The Fuse was, like, the last, you know, thing to do with, like, anything to do with uh, music videos. But I even think that ended up moving to, like, reruns of Viva La Bam or some crap. That's what they had uh, uh, the Pants Off Dance Off on with uh, Jody Sweden huh, hosting it, right? Fuse? Oh, is that where she was? Did she do that? I think, yeah. Was that Jodie Sweden? I love that Jodie Sweden. She's my seventh wife that she doesn't know about. Wow. 
So, but yeah, I think I have, have a lot of wells. Just I think, saying, <laughs> I think <laughs> they have like MTV Twenty Five by now, and they still don't play music. <laughs> it's just all other reruns of stuff they used to have on there. Yeah, like when they brought back Beavis and Butthead for a minute. I love Beavis and Butthead, by the way. All right. Well, we're going to jump out into some music real quick. We're going to play some Pirate Sidewalk. We're going to play some Stopwatch. And you're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. All right. That was Shine Down with Black Cadillac. Nothing about the thunder. Thunder, thunder. Thunder, thunder. thunder. Lightning, <laughs> thunder. <sighs> okay, you had too uh, many thunders. You need to change it up. Lightning. Lightning. You have a billion dollar hit song. Imagine Dragons. I hate you. <laughs> Just all you need is a beat and then say one word over and over. And that's how you make a hit song. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Lightning. Thunder. Lightning. Thunder. Yeah, I could be your backup vocals. I'll say lightning, you say thunder. Thunder. When you say thunder, I say lightning. When I say lightning, you say thunder. Thunder. Lightning. Thunder. Lightning. <laughs> Anyways, that I don't think that's ever going to get old between us. Uh, I, I think that's a new one of our new shticks is making fun of thunder. Lightning. Thunder. Lightning. Lightning. Thunder. Lightning. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> lightning. Anyways, all right. So enough of that hibbity 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 hooshawa. Alright, so we got to talk about uh, albums that you can go pick up today. Cause at, at where? CDs are available. and well, I don't know. We always go to Dample when I get my CDs. Yep, yep. Uh, speaking of Thunder, uh, there's a band called Cloud Control. <laughs> Woohoo! I think they need to put Imagine Dragons in check with their Thunder. Uh, and their new album is called Zone. There's Hercules and Love Affair. Hercules, Hercules. Oh, Minion. In Heaven. Self-titled album, In Heaven. Uh, Joan Osborne. Oh, the, the lady that sang, What if God was one of us? Is that who that was? Yes. Songs of Bob Dylan. Nice. It's a cover album. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Thunder. Lightning. Lil Peep. Who the heck is that? Sounds like Lil a marshmallow. Peep. like. Bird or uh, rabbit. Yeah, I wonder if he comes out dressed all pink or yellow. Ha. Come over when you're sober, part one. Rude. That's little peep is available. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I like. I want to check out this band, Mogwai. Mogwai. That's the Gremlins. Yes, that's Yay. what. The, that's what. Um, freaking Gizmo is. Yes. Every country's son, Motorhead has a new album out called Undercover. Wow. It's a covers album. Uh, let's see. A lot of people are doing covers. They just no one can write their own stuff anymore. They gotta go do a cover album. There's a band called The Knife, shaking the habitual. What? Live at Terminal Five. I'm so confused. The pains of being pure at heart. The echo of pleasure. Wow. The script. Freedom Child. Okay. Walter Trout. Walter. We're all in it this together. Okay. LCD sound system, American Dream. How interesting. Yes. How interesting indeed. Uh, there's a couple album, more albums out. There's Star Sealer, All This Life. Oh, here you go. Septic Flesh. Ew. Codex Omega. Wow. Uh, a band called Paradise Lost. Medusa. 
Medusa. And in band called The Flashbulb uh, with Petty of Ashes. And let's see what other albums out. Anything? The In Heaven, the script. Uh, Jake Bug. What? Jake Bug with Hearts That Strain. Yes. If you know who any of the besides Motorhead, if you know who <laughs> any of these people are, what type of friggin' music are you listening to? That's all I gotta say. I know, yeah. Like I I don't know crap of these artists. I knew who Joan Osborne was. Okay, you knew that one. I want to. I'm gonna look up Mogwai. I'm gonna write that down. Mogwai. How do you spell that? <laughs> M A G U Y I. Nice. Mogwai, something like that. Some thunder, thunder. Lightning, thunder. Thunder, thunder lightning. Lightning. So, did you have thunder. any thrift store uh, finds this week? No, I did not go to a single thrift store. Oh dang. Yes, I know. Oh dang. I was just curious. You got some good one, lo- good ones last time. Did you finish listening to your Superman one? No, I did not finish the the entirety of the saga of Superman. Ah, okay, I see. I see. Even though I already, I kind of already know it. So, um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I've been listening to some. What have you been listening to? I have been listening to a lot of Michael Jackson ever since the Zombie Walk, <laughs> and um. I've been listening to a lot of Mudvayne and Hell Yeah, actually. Isn't that the same band? No. <laughs> it's not. I mean, isn't he from Mudvayne? Just the singer. And and then and then it's Pantera too. So you're listening to when you listen to Hell Yeah, you're listening to Pantera and Mudvayne. Mud, yes. Cuz that's the drummer, right? Isn't he from Pantera? Yes, Vinnie Paul. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. Vinny. My cousin Vinny. That's a good movie. Yes, it has. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> Cheesy Reeny. Yes, indeedy. What have you been spinning? Um, honestly, I've been listening to I I kind of okay. I'm gonna give a shout out to some podcasts because I've been listening to some podcasts. Some Hollywood Babylon, hence why I stole the the saying Tadolf Switler from Ralph Garman. Oh. Hollywood Babylon's a podcast with Kevin Smith. Oh, you I know, love Silent Bob him. I love Kevin and Smith. Ralph Garman, who is. Uh oh, he's an actor esque, you know. He's been in a few movies. He was in the original Sharktopus. <laughs> uh, then, uh, he also was in a couple Kevin Smith movies and stuff. But uh, they had, he's also on uh, what is it, K Rock down in uh L A. And he's also on a podcast called Hollywood Hollywood Babylon. Ah, where they do a lot of like you know Hollywood news stories and stuff, and then talk about movies and geekdom and all that stuff um so yeah i've been listening to that i was listening to some bless the fall okay and uh i was also listening to some nothing more you know nothing more yes nothing more nothing more thunder lightning (laughs) 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 nothing more than thunder and and lightning. lightning yes and uh, I've been listening to some Imagine Dragons with Thunder. Thunder, lightning. <laughs> lightning, thunder. Woo. Uh, Imagine Dragons, actually, with that track, uh, last week was at number 49 when they debuted. They're at number 45. So, luckily, they're not moving up real fast. They're steadily moving up, though. Uh, with this week, staying at number 49, debuting is Vices. You know, David Draymond disturbs band. Oh, okay, yeah. When he was pissed off with the rest of his band members and then talked crap about them and joined made a band called vices 
Uh, they're back with Nocturnal, so I wonder if Disturbed is back to on hiatus again. Uh, also, another track which we debuted uh, at the beginning of the show. We kicked off tonight's show with 10 Years, Novocaine, which was a pretty dope song. Yeah, we like um, that song. That's debuting in the charts this week at number 44. Really? That's Are a good debut. Are you playing Bejeweled over there? No. Put your freaking phone down. I'm not playing Bejeweled. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. <laughs> what are you playing? Uh, slots. Wow. Is it like <laughs> real money or fake money? Fake money. Oh, what a wuss. You can't even freaking play with real money. I'm poor. So? so how you got a grandmother's credit card? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. You got <laughs> number 39 debuting this week. Here's another one that will probably make its way up to the top five pretty soon. Foo Fighters has another track called The Sky is a Neighborhood. That's your favorite. No, 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 they're not. And <laughs> a sky is not a neighborhood. P- you can't live in the sky. You can't. That's true. You, you cannot. cannot live in the sky. Nope. All birds, whatever, flying, you have to come down at some point. Everything that goes up must come down. So that is a lie. No. Uh, the biggest jump I noticed this week we have is jumping from number 34 to number 25. I think this one could make it to the top five in the next uh, week or so. Uh, we have Seether with Betray and Degrade. Huh. Then we're going to go over your top ten. Nice. We're going to do the top ten. Ten. It's a ten. It's a ten. Uh, and sadly, moving from number six down to number ten is what we just talked about. Foo Fighters Run. So see that's what happened. Their their number one song dropped out of the top, t- out of the top five, almost now out of the top ten. So they had to release another single in order to get that single up into the top five. Uh-huh. That's their little game plan. Strategy. Forget you, Foo Fighters. Anyway, so the Foo Fighters run is number ten. Uh, moving up from number ten to number nine this week is in this moment with Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Uh, speaking of which, what I was just listening to is Nothing More moved up from number 9 to number 8 with Go to War. Kay. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're... I don't d- even say it. Your dudes are don't in even the number it. 7 now. They're out of the top 5. I love him. But I just gave you that album. I know. I made, I, I made a copy of mine for you. It'll always live uh, in my song, heart. Which song number 3 is number 5 on the album. They Do Lie. Okay. <laughs> Stone Sour is number seven in the charts this week, and their track titled Song Number Three is actually listed as being track number five on the album. Interesting. This madness is crazy. I know that there they is They want to mess with you. There's some method to the madness there. Probably not. <laughs> I'm stoked about this one. Moving up from number eight to number six, we have Sacramento favorite Papa Roach. Papa Roach. With American Dreams. Which was actually filmed. Uh, did you see the music video for that one? Not yet. Uh, they actually filmed up on the Highway 50, Eldorado Hills, hill from Folsom to Eldorado Hills. Yeah. You know that hill? Yeah. Like was all burnt down recently because it caught fire. Yeah. He filmed uh, part of the video in that uh, in the field, nice. in the burnt down field. And then also, have you heard of uh, Bow Ties in Placerville, the barbershop? No. He has like a bunch of bow ties hanging down from the ce- the ceiling. Nice. Um, he was actually filmed part of it there too. Then let's see, moving into the number five spot from number seven this week, we have a new track called 
from I Prevail with Alone. So I'm, I actually dig this track. We're going to play it here in a minute, but I re I'm really digging I Prevail. Uh, staying at number four this week, we have Highly Suspect with a Little One. Little One. This little piggy got eight. Shut up. I don't <laughs> even like you right now. <laughs> oink, oink, oink. I'm cooked in the bacon. Rude. I'm cooked in the Vienna sausage. Vienna sausage <laughs> isn't even made out of pigs, I, I don't think. It was a joke. I can think of I can think of some jokes about the Vienna sausages, but whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, staying at number three <laughs> this week, we have Greta Van Fleet with Highway Tune. Number two this week, following from number one, we have Royal Blood Lights Out, and number one this week, moving up from the number two, we have Rise Against with The Violence. The Violence. And you're listening to Disordination on ninety six point five FM. K U B U. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. Here's your top five. <laughs> this little piggy went to the butcher. And this little piggy went to the butcher. I don't like it. And you. this little Shut piggy up. went wee wee. All the way to the butcher and died. Little pig, little pig, let me in. I'll do, pig. I'll do. I, I love Babe Pig in the City. That the second one sucked. I like Babe. You like Babe? Yeah, but what? Like the first one then? I like, I like them like both. The second one. All right. This little piggy went wee 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 wee. Shut your face. It's time for the Hellraiser Marquee. <laughs> Alright, so later today, September 2nd, we got Strawberry Girls Light Up Superheroes at the Boardwalk. September 3rd, we have Caked Up at the Boardwalk. September 6th, we have Nickelback and Daughtry at the Toyota Amphitheater, which I believe they're still doing that contest where you could win to go on tour with Nickelback. Uh, September 7th, Minus the Bear at the Ace of Spades. September 8th, we have Nickel Slots with Goldfields. Then we have September 8th as well. We have Jay Stalin at the Boardwalk. September 9th, we have Mac Lars, Big O, Dead Till Monday, Kale Lord at the Boardwalk. September 9th, we got Terraferno, White Minorities, and Malcolm Bliss at the Cafe Colonial. September 12th, we have Against Me at the Ace of Spades. Then September 15th, we have The Muse, 30 Seconds to Mars at Mountain View in San Jose. September 15th, we have On Off, California Child, Tonic Zephyr at the Boardwalk. September 16th, we have Cape City Heavy Fest at the Boardwalk. That's Cap City, not Cape, <laughs> huh? <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. What? 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 Quit what? talking about pigs. Pig, pig, pig. Oink, <laughs> oink, oink. You're so rude. You're so lost. Whatever. All right, so then... We have Railgun, Braindead, Scythe, and Incredulous, uh, September 17th at the Colonial. September 22nd, which is the day. Now, let's just do it. September 21st is the best day ever because that's the day I was brought into this world. Shoot him now. Uh, then, September 22nd, we have Sworn to the Black, October, Bob Morda, at Cafe Colonial. These metal bands, man. I don't know these damn names. Uh, September 23rd, we have White Minorities, Gray Bar Hotel, and Decipher at the Boardwalk. 
then September 24th, we have the City of Trees Festival at Cal Expo featuring Blink-182, uh, Dreamcar, Bishop Briggs, New Politics, The Greeting Committee, and so many more. September 28th, we have Slaves, uh, Out Come the Wolves, and Picturesque at Goldfields. September 29th, we have Young Simi at the Boardwalk. October 7th, we have the Rockefellers, Espero, and Revolution Revolver at the Boardwalk. October 13th, we have Jeff Keith's Ride for Reason at the, bo at the Boardwalk. October 13th, we have First Best Friday's The Pressure Lounge at the Purple Place. Then we have October 16th, War Curse at Cafe Colonial. And then October 21st and 22nd, we have Aftershock at Discovery Park. Featuring Ozzy Osbourne, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, A Perfect Circle, Nothing More, Beartooth, Hailstorm, Of Mice and Men, Starset, Stone Sour, New Year's Day, and so many more. Then October 30th, we have Secondhand Serenade, Ronnie Winter Defoe from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus at the Goldfields. November 10th, we have First Best Fridays, Ghost Town Rebellion at the Purple Place. November 10th, we also have Core 10 at the Boardwalk. Um, and that's going to feature David Silvera from Corn, Keychain, Terraferno, Diversity of One, and Malcolm Bliss. And then November 11th, we have Stabbing Westford at Goldfield. All right. And that was your Hellraiser Marquis. Sui, 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 You're so rude. That'll do, pig. That tastes like great maple bacon. You're messed up. All right, we're going to play some Through Fire Where You Lie right here on Disordination, and then we'll be back to say goodbye. <laughs> All right, that was Through Fire Where You Lie. You know where those little piggies lie? Shut up. In my belly. Get You're in my belly. I don't even like you right now. <laughs> Sue. When do I ever like you anyway? Anywho, skis. All right, so I do got one more story I want to talk about. Uh, it's kind of a huge one for for Avenge Sevenfold. Oh, that's my fifth husband that he doesn't know about it. Oh, Shadows? Yes. Matt Shadows? All right, so get this. The Hollywood Reporter reports uh, that ha they've shared a, n a noteworthy look at the upcoming December trial between Warner Brothers Records and Avenge Sevenfold. That's right. Avenged Sevenfold is going to court with their old label, Warner Brothers. If you're unfamiliar with the current legal battle between the two parties, Avenged Sevenfold excited, exited Warner Brothers records while apparently still having one album remaining on their contract. Amid their departure, uh, the band exercised the California Labor Code's seven-year rule, which allows for parties to exit contracts after the term of seven years if certain unfavorable conditions exist. So ba right. basically allowing that if, if you're in a contract with like an apartment complex or something but like the place is like leaking water and everything like you can exit your contract, break your contract and leave. You know, just a different example. So they're saying that they were unhappy with their label and that's why they left. Okay. Because they weren't, you know, they were unfavorable conditions. Uh, the band argued that turnover... In the label, uh, staff had left them with an unsatisfactory working relationship. They have since went to align themselves with Capitol Records, which released their new album, uh, The Stage, last year. Warner Brothers launched a suit against the band, 
for breach of contracts and are attempting to seek compensation for the potential loss in profits of what the band's lost album, last al- latest album, The Stage, could have uh, delivered uh, for, for, company, for huh? Wor- uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, The suit has the potential to set the new precedent in what comes to artists' relationships with their le- record label. So this is kind of like a huge fight on... As far as, you know, a band gets signed to a label and the label says promises them all this crap and then de- they don't follow through, but they're in the contract, they can't break it. So this could actually be a turning point for bands and, and be something good to come from it. Uh, the suit is potential new precedent and when it comes to the artist relationship with record labels and could see other artists with contracts older than seven years seek to jump ship should Avenged Sevenfold be successful in court. The band's own frontman, M. Shadow, said that... We've realized this battle is bigger than just us. We're fighting so that all musical artists have the same rights everyone else has. It's not like we wanted to be here, but we are down for the fight. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter also speculated that the band is facing a verdict between 5 to 10 million U.S. doll hairs in damages uh, should they lose the the court case uh it will be a bit of an uphill battle warner brothers uh to successfully convince the jury that any loss of profits from the album the stage would have amounted to much however the group chose to surprise release the effort rather than follow a traditional promotional cycle with advanced notice and lengthy build-up not only did the surprise release have a financial implications for the band, the stage moved 76,000 units during the first week uh, compared to 163,000 units in the 2013 album Hail to the King. I love that album. So since they didn't have a huge buildup in like, you know, like promotion for this album, you know, they took a loss on themselves, you know, releasing it as opposed to you know, building it up and then having to deal with, you know, Warner Brothers and everything. So Warner Brothers is suing them or they're suing yes, Warner, Warner Brothers? Yes, Warner Brothers is suing them because they left their contract too soon. Okay. They, the, the stage album should have been released through Warner Brothers. Um, but due to uns- unsavory circumstances, they left the Yeah, label. They, they're, they're implementing a California state law that would allow them to break that, but now they're facing charges. Um, ninth release... Uh, was part of the uh, ruse. However, the band actually released the stage in October 28th, leaving Warner Brothers with egg on their face. The band is sought to block the release of the best of set because Warner Brothers is still talking about releasing the best of Avenged Sevenfold uh, like box set. Yeah. And uh, Shadows is calling it childish that they're still planning on releasing that even though they're no longer in their label. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's not... It shouldn't be their right to do that anymore since they have no more... Long story short, the one thing Warner Brothers has won so far is the right to go to trial with this, and they have the right to seek fees for their attorney case, for their for their side of the cases if they win. Avenged Sevenfold is looking at $1.5 to be added to the... Whatever um, the settlement Whatever the settlement is. Wow. So on that note... Hopefully Avenged wins. We got to get out of here. We're going to jump into some Cold Kingdom. Good night. Distorted Nation. 96.5 FM. Peace out. Deuces.